a description I'd read in books but had never observed myself. Delicate and kind, that's what they were, and deep and soulful. He was a boy who could win every staring contest because you had to avert your eyes from his. If you didn't, you'd be sucked in by their intensity. I did my best, I really did, having had 45 quality minutes every Friday with Dr. Norton to perfect my technique, but I didn't stand a chance against this guy. I tore myself from his pull and searched the floor for something that wasn't there. When I raised my head, I was careful not to look him straight in the eye. These were new shoes, you know. Jessica, I heard my mother say. I thought she had disappeared, but she hadn't. There she was, scooting down by my side with a paper towel, cleaning the mess off my shoes until they looked brand new again. He said, I told you I'm sorry. How many times do I have to apologize? You can say it like you mean it, I answered, unimpressed with his lack of remorse. Jessica, my mother snapped again. Leave the boy alone. He said he was sorry. It's all right, Mrs. Parker, my mother answered, annoying me again with her kindness. I can handle your daughter, Mrs. Parker. I have a little sister myself. She's about your age. Eleven? Twelve? I turned to him, catching the sarcasm of his tone, even if my mother hadn't. I'm fifteen, for your information, almost sixteen, and at least I can hold my lunch instead of losing it on public floors. Jessica Parker, my mother yelled, furious. I think at this point she grabbed me by the hair and dragged me down the hospital corridor while Jonas stared at us as though we were some ridiculous circus act. I caught a glimpse of his bleak expression when we turned the corner. It occurred to me that maybe, just maybe, I had been a complete idiot. I took my punishment like the mature adult that I was. No hospital visits for two weeks, my mother told me. It's more your loss than mine, I said. I mean, really, I wasn't the one looking to find a husband. And when the two weeks were up, nothing gained, nothing learned, I returned to the hospital and resumed my position on the terminal floor, pacing outside the familiar door like a lion in search of its prey. When nobody was looking, I peeked through the window, curious about this boy and the man inside the room. The dad was still there, hooked up to the tubes. The queasy son was nowhere to be found. I watched his dad, alone in the narrow bed, wondering what he might be thinking. Was he thinking about anything? Was he praying, or had he given up hope, merely succumbing to his illness? A sound from behind coaxed me from my stance. My eyes followed the noise to the boy, clutching his stomach and making these grossly distorted sounds. I was amazed that a person could be such a complete moron. I said to him, It's quite astonishing how you ever grew to be so tall when your brain is evidently stunted. In which part of my brain might that be, Miss Know-it-all? What, you think I don't know about the pituitary gland? Kudos to Jessica Parker. 
She knows about the endocrine system. What else do they teach you in the seventh grade? You mean almost eleventh, and they actually just taught us about the beauty and drama of the living world and biology, and I'm wondering where your vile bodily secretions fit into the scheme of things. For such a pretty girl, he said, you have a lot of ugly things to say. I ignored the compliment, sort of. This is what we girls do. We file them away for future reference, and when we're alone, we take them out and repeat them over and over in our minds. I guess I've witnessed a lot of ugly things in my life, namely the most recent nasty thing that was left on my shoe. You're fifteen, he said. What ugly things have you had to endure? That's for me to know and you to find out. You didn't just say that, did you? I used that line back.